Hi everyone and welcome to a mini-sode, another one of the Branded Bliss Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking with you really quick about unsubscribers and unfollowers. So recently I was attending a awesome webinar in which uh, they discussed the topic of building your email list. And one of the main takeaways from the webinar was that uh, one of the ladies said that when you experience someone unsubscribing from your email list, and yes, it sucks because, you know, you see all over the place, build your email list, build your email list, even with social media to build your following. So when you're seeing your numbers decrease, um, there's a lot of factors that can be involved in that. But I want to give you a little bit of insight today on kind of how to... um, I guess, perceive unfollowers and unsubscribers, uh, reasons why it may be happening and why it's actually a good thing. So I'll go ahead and jump in. So basically, when you are so busy uh, treading away at building your email list, building your social media following, and really when it comes to social media, I mean, to me, it really uh, makes no difference how many followers I have in the sense of, you know, if you're social media famous, what does that do for you? Because if Facebook or Twitter, Instagram go away tomorrow, uh, what's going to happen to you? Have you built a strong brand outside of those social media platforms? Do people know you outside of that? Do they know how to connect with you? Otherwise, um, I've seen many times, I'm sure you all have heard that, you know, you don't want to set up shop on someone else's real estate. And that's exactly what you do when you put all your eggs in one basket and you only solely focus on building your Instagram following or building your Twitter following. Because again, that is Instagram's platform, that's Twitter's platform, and they can choose to do with it whatever they like. But when you have your email list, that is your own, so to say, platform, and you can choose to do with it what you would like. Now, when it comes to um, building your, just hitting back on emails, when it comes to building your email list, I used to get a little butt hurt every time I saw someone unsubscribe. I wonder why would they unsubscribe? You know, do they not like the content that um, I am putting out? Do they, you know, they're not like me? You know, you go through this whole um, litany of thoughts when you see someone unsubscribe or unfollow you. But one of the young ladies said in the webinar, she's like, you should actually be happy when someone unsubscribes from your list. Because in essence, and these are this is mainly for individuals that are actually paying for email services. So if you're paying for MailChimp, you're paying for Infusionsoft and, you know, some other email service providers. Um, you're paying for those people to be on your list. So. That one person who is subscribed to you and not engaging and not finding value in the content that you're putting out, they really shouldn't be on your list. And the only way you're going to know that is if you go through and do a little bit of um, analyzation to your metrics. But another way you find that out is when they unsubscribe. That's one less person on your list to make room for someone on your list who is going to be there to engage you who is finding value in your content so you're almost better off or rather you are better off uh, having that person to unsubscribe 
you know, it's just like if you go to the store and you're buying things that you're not going to use, why would you do that? You want to purchase things that you're going to use. You want to purchase things that are going to be a benefit to you. And someone on your email list who is not engaging you, not finding value in your content, um, they're of no value to you. You're of no value to them. They're of no value to you. So the best thing to do in that situation is to amicably split. And that's exactly what them pushing the unsubscribe button is doing. Now, unfortunately, when some people unsubscribe from your list, um, especially with MailChimp, they ask them, you know, why uh, many times? And anytime I unsubscribe from someone's list, if there's an option, I do state why I'm unsubscribing. Um, sometimes that I never signed up, so I'm not sure where, you know, where, how I started getting the emails or where they came from. And then other times it might just be that I just don't want to receive the emails anymore. Um, this is especially um, the case when I unsubscribe from a lot of the link party emails that I was subscribed to. For one, I don't really participate in that many link parties anymore. Something I did very early on uh, in my blogging career and um, since rebranding, I am very selective about the link parties that I actually spend the time linking up to. Um, I, you know, I've just found over time that I wasn't really getting uh, the traffic or the engagement from it. And in addition, you know, I've, I've, there's a better use of my time uh, when it comes to my blogging and, you know, presence in that sense than spending 30 minutes or so a night going around to 20 different link parties linking up. Um, a lot of the link parties have over three, 400 entries. So unless you're getting there right when the party goes live, the odds of someone seeing your post and clicking on it are pretty slim if, if it's not pretty high up on that first page. So a lot of these link party um, lists that I'm, or a lot of these link parties I participated in, a lot of the hosts of them, they take all the emails from uh, the link ups and they send out reminders and, and other stuff. And, you know, they do, a lot of them have put rules um, in the link part that say, oh, you know, by signing up for, you know, by including your link in this um, link party, you're allowing us to email you and this, that, and the other. Well, you know, again, I guess that's just the, the terms of linking up to their party, but I also can unsubscribe from those reminders if I so choose, and especially if I'm no longer uh, linking up to that party. Because I view my email inbox as a very, um, you know, almost sacred, uh, I guess, entity. And I just don't want anything coming through there. I really value uh, what comes through my inbox. And I just don't want things that are going to kind of waste time and take up room and space. Because, you know, if you're not paying for something monetarily, you're paying for it with your time. So it takes time for me to go through and delete these emails and do all this jazz. And that's just not something that I'm interested in doing every single day. So for me, it's not really ever a personal thing. A lot of times it's just for me to keep my inbox under control I, or I just simply don't have a use. I'm not finding value in receiving um, that particular email. And you should kind of see things the same way. Um, when someone unsubscribes from you, I mean, occasionally or unfollows you, occasionally it is because maybe they came across something they didn't like or something like that. But more often than not, it's just because they just don't want to receive 
the emails anymore. They just might not want to see your updates in their feed. And you can't take it personally. It is a good thing. Again, by them removing themselves from your list of of, of subscribers or your list of followers, they're making room for someone who is really going to enjoy your content, really going to find value in it. And that's better off for you in the long run. Now, I was checking, going through setting up a new call to action with a MailChimp today because I just created a new opt-in, which is the building trust in your brand. It's a guide to basically add more authenticity to your brand. But as I was doing that, I realized I was like, huh. Um, and I, I view my mailing list metrics every, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever. I don't really try to focus so much on the numbers because again, we get too caught up in our subscriber numbers and follow numbers. And it's not about a huge list. You can have a list of 300 people, but if only one or two or them are engaging you or only one or two of them are clicking through to your blog or to whatever you're linking to, that's not doing you any good. But if you have a list of 20 people and out of those 20, 15 are engaging you, 15 are clicking on your links, 15 are supporting you, that's a lot better of a, not only a return on investment, but just, you know, those individuals, just those 20 individuals, those 15 individuals are really, um, finding value in what you're doing. And at the end of the day, I think that's why we do what we do is because we want people to enjoy the content we put out. We want them to find value in it. That's what keeps them coming back. And so if they're not doing that. They're not going to come back. Now, if you're someone who has an extremely large number of followers, you're probably not too, too worried. But for the rest of us, you know, it's very easy to see when your numbers drop by one or two or, you know, whatever, when it comes to your email or your social media following. But I'm here to tell you that it's okay. For every one person that unsubscribes or unfollows, there's two more waiting in the wind um, to subscribe to you, to follow you. So don't think that just because you um, get an unfollow or subscribe that you're failing in some way because you're not. If anything, you're better off. And I have heard this multiple times over the past few weeks. As much as I've heard how important it is to build your email list, I've heard just how important it is to weed out um, those individuals who really aren't there for the right reasons or they're really not there to engage you. Um, one main thing I'll be doing soon is cleaning up my email list. I actually went through today and the individual that unsubscribed because I am still figuring out some things with MailChimp, but I didn't, I guess when someone unsubscribes from your mailing list, um, you can also go in and actually delete them. I assumed that they were deleted automatically. So I don't know where these individuals kind of hang out. I have to investigate a little bit more into MailChimp as to, um, you know, how the relationship between unsubscri someone unsubscribing and you actually deleting them from your account. But I actually went through and there was an option. I went through to click to see who it was. And then I saw there was an option to delete. So I just went ahead and deleted uh, the individual because I'm like, if they're not subscribed um, to me, there's no reason for them to be floating around on 
any of my lists or wherever these unsubscribers hang out. So that's definitely something that I'll be doing from now on. As you know, someone unsubscribes, I'll just be deleting them um, completely from my, I guess, list or account or whatever. And again, I'll be going through and cleaning up uh, using some different metrics tools to maybe at a certain date or how many people have engaged, how many people have clicked open an email and deleting a lot of my list and really just starting fresh over. Um, a lot of people on my list could be left over from my previous um, before I rebranded. So I really want to kind of start fresh and um, have people on my list who really find value in what I'm putting out and really want to be on it and those who will really engage me. So when you're looking at building your email list, this should be your main goal. The individuals that are going to engage you, the individuals that are going to uh, support you, that you're going to be able to build a community around. Because the way you want to feel when you send out your emails is that you're not bothering anyone. You're not pestering anyone. You should know that these individuals are looking forward to your emails. They want to hear from you. They want to engage with you. So if you have anyone on your list who you feel like they're really not there for those reasons, then you should just go ahead and remove them. And if they so choose to sign up again, then you'll know that um, they're there for the right reasons. There are a few other methods you can use to um, allow people, if you go through and do um, set up to where you can see how many people have engaged uh, your emails within the past few months or by a certain date, there are options that you can go through to give individuals who've been on your list who may not engage uh your emails may not open them. You can send them a kind of a little reminder email. You can say, you know, hey, I'm restructuring my um, mailing list and I have, uh, you know, these three options for how you can receive emails from me. I know that a, a blogger, a fellow creative did this recently uh, with their list where they were restructuring their email list and they decided that they needed to get a little bit more insight into how their subscriber, how often their subscribers want to receive their emails. So they sent out an email allowing you to choose from three options of how frequently they sent out their emails. And from there, they were able to see, um, you know, who number one was engaging them, but number two, uh, what emails these individuals wanted to receive. And then a, a thirdly, I think that the, they, they were able to see what individuals did not respond and not engage them and probably haven't engaged them for months. And they were able to remove them and make room for new individuals. So, you know, these are just a few tips and a few of my thoughts on unsubscribers and unfollowers and just remember with social media you know it's here today and gone tomorrow you know that I remember a few years back Twitter was like the thing to be on now people still on Twitter but it's kind of you know a lot of the hype around it is kind of gone um, now you see a lot of people who are really on Instagram really on Snapchat and in a few years, those will be kind of by the wayside, too, and there'll be something else out. So you just can't take anything uh, when it comes to social media too overly serious. I know a lot of people, it matters when working with brands and trying to get campaigns. But at the end of the day, a lot of those campaign managers are looking at your engagement. They're looking at how many people um, you're actually reaching and are engaging you and clicking through versus just how many people who... You're just shooting this message out to and people don't even care. They're just ignoring it. 
So that's another thing to consider. If you're worried about your social media following in the sense of working with brands, just know that it's better off that you have a following that's going to engage you and support you and actually take heed into what you're posting than just a bunch of empty followers who are never going to engage you. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this mini so of the Branded Bliss podcast. I'll be back with another full episode uh, in the upcoming week. Thank you so much for listening. To catch up on previous episodes of the podcast, you can visit blissandfaith.com slash podcast. You can find me on social media everywhere at Bliss and Faith. And thank you all so much again. And I will talk to you next time.